Hello, hello, hello. It is Dee Brown, your host of the Twinning Mommy Chronicles. And you do not hear me in my regular studio setup with um, myself prepared to record in a quiet atmosphere. You actually will hear the rustling of the wind. You will hear the voices of my children in the background. And hopefully that does not distract you because this is me coming back on to say hello friends i have missed being in this space it has been quite a while since i have recorded an episode and while today will not be an official episode uh, i am going to share it because i think it is so important to let you all know that i have not forgotten about those of you that have been coming along with me on this twinning mommy journey So for those of you that are going to hear this brand new, I welcome you to my platform. All of my episodes will not be recorded as I stand in my garage watching my children play outside. But (laughs) today I am making an exception um, because I have taken a long pause. Um, From those of you that are excited to see a new episode uploaded, I'm so glad to hear um, to have you here um, to join me for just a few moments. And I appreciate the support. I still read the DMs. I see so many of you following me on my Instagram platform. And it means the world to me that you have not turned your back on me, but yet have continued to push me uh, forward by asking when the next episode was going up. So this is just a quick recap of what has been going on. Um, There are lots of transitions that are happening around our spaces. Um, So as a quick reminder, I am a twin mom, two girls. Um, I have two six-year-old, vivacious, energetic, smart, beautiful little girls. Um, And so I am in fact a twin mom, but I also use twin as an acronym for truthfully walking in newness because I find myself constantly being transformed by raising my children, by being a full capacity uh, stay-at-home mom. Um, And as of recently, (laughs) I am dipping my toe back into the working world just a little bit. So that is the biggest thing that has happened um, in trying to manage finding time to record. And I was already, you know, fulfilling obligations in ministry and, you know, doing other things. But um, I have not been working to the capacity that I am for all of the six years that my children have been on the earth. And so, yes, that is quite the transition. Um, But in addition to that, um, I still will continue to record on this platform. I will still continue to share uh, how life is going and how I'm managing all of the ups and downs, all of the things, um, because we are in this together. And my whole desire for this community is to be sure that moms feel supported, feel understood, feel loved, feel seen in every way. And so that is, in fact, 
the whole plan of this platform. And so today, I just want to do a little quick sharing um, in addition to filling you guys in on this new hat that I'm wearing, um, I just want to talk about overwhelm a little bit. Um, so as moms and wives, we all experience that a little bit, where it seems like just as we're finding our footing, just as we're figuring things out, um, we are met with little and big surprises. Um, even my daughter just now, I'm trying to record and of course, she takes a little tumble on her bike as I am trying to share. So these things definitely happen, but the way that we respond to them really matter so much. And so I just wanted to take a few moments to speak to that because on this past week I had a play date with a mom whose overwhelm uh, comes from the fact that um, she has transitioned from one child to two and in making that transition not so suddenly as i did but having a few years in between um it comes with its own set of challenges um i wouldn't say either is easier um having twins in the same um you know the same frame of time going through the same little transitions and milestones or having your children spaced out. Um, anytime that it starts to be where the family um, dynamic as far as children is either even with the parents or outnumbering them, um, it can become a lot. And even before you get to that, sometimes, you know, one child um, is just enough for some families. But I really want to speak to those of you um, that just like me, maybe you have taken a break from some of the things that you know that you are called to do. Some of the things that you know um, that in doing them uh, help others along their journey. And maybe it even is the way that you maintain your peace and experience joy. I don't want you to box those things out because of overwhelm. It can be easy to say that I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to journal. I don't have time to write the book. I don't have time to record the podcast. I don't have time to cook home-cooked meals. I don't have time to play outside with my children. The list can go on and on of things that you can determine that you do not have time for. But I want you to consider this. Sometimes it's not about making more time in the day. It's eliminating the things that truly are not serving you. And I think that I am probably not the only wife and mom that has experienced this, where because I've been doing something for a long time and it's become a routine, um, I think that I have to do it because I've always done it that way. And I want to challenge you to look again at some of those things that you do out of routine, not out of joy, not because it restores you in any way or but helps you to fulfill your purpose in being able to serve others. But you're literally doing it because you always have. I want you to look at some of those things and think about, you know, being able to say no to those things in order to say yes to the things that you really want to do. I also want you to look at the fact that even as a wife and a mom, 
it's okay to renegotiate <laughs> your expectations. It's okay to do that. Just because when you first got married and before children, you always, you know, ironed and laid out your husband's clothes, or you always made sure that you had five nights of home-cooked meals to two nights of eating out. It's okay to renegotiate the expectations, but you have to renegotiate the expectations. You can't just go <laughs> and change up and decide, well, this is what we're doing, you know, on the fly. Um, again, I'm most of my audience are wives and moms. And so my thinking is, is that you don't like when things get switched up on you unexpectedly. And yes, we have to manage the way that we respond to the surprises. But in managing those things, we have to be sure that we are also setting the standard of expectation of how we want to be treated and how we should treat those that are in our family. Um, for me, my girls are getting older. So now that they are six years old, their eyes are opening to the things that they can do unassisted. Their eyes are opening to the ways that they fall in line with our family mission and motto. And they're looking for ways to be helpful. Now, in doing that, of course, I'm not going to give them the task of trying to prepare dinner and put it on the table or even wash, dry, and put away the dishes. But in renegotiating my expectations of them to learn, to develop, and to grow, I can give them more responsibility than what they've had in the past. And so I encourage you to do that. So the first thing is, is saying no to make room for the things that you really should and want to be doing according to your purpose and according to those things that give you life and give you joy. And number two is renegotiating the expectations of those that are around you so that you can be able to give your children more responsibility and help with their development and growth, but also even with your husband, like be able to breathe new life into your relationship with being able to not be so burdened and so overwhelmed because you are not expressing what you really need that's going to help the week to move smoother, the day to move smoother, all of those things. And so the last thing, the last thing that I want you to do is I want you to surround yourself with other people who you can exchange tips and encouragement with. Now, this one is really important because there are a lot of mommy groups out there and a lot of places where you can go to gripe <laughs> about how unfair life is and how hard it is to mom and wife. We all know that it is hard and you do need safe places to land with sharing that information. But what you need more than that is you need a sisterhood that is going to help you think of hacks and tips and things that you can do to simplify your life. Things that you can do to help you to accomplish 
accomplish your purpose. Now, I have spoken about them a couple times before, but I'm going to share again two of my favorite places to go to be able to have life breathed into me, to get better insight. And I know that both of these things are things that should be available to you no matter what part of the globe you are on. So the first one is, is Mops International. Mops International, by name, it stands for Mothers of Preschoolers. But hear me out. I have six-year-old girls and am still fully involved and engaged in the organization. So do not let the name of it deceive you. It is not just for moms of children ages zero to five, which they certainly do serve that demographic and do have groups that cater to that. But they also have a division called Moms Next, where they serve moms that are in those next levels of motherhood. I want to encourage you to go and look up mops.org online and find a local group. There are groups that meet in so many different states, so many different cities. Um, I am sure you can get to an in-person meeting if you desire to do so. Many of them have childcare, which is also awesome when you bring your kids because you don't have to worry about them. They are with certified, trained, background checked people who are going to love on your children and give you the best two hours of life to be poured into on a bi-weekly typically basis. And If um, you don't want to go to a group that meets in person, they do have something called Mama Meetups, and Mama Meetups happen online, and those are catered to the time of day that you may have time and space to sit down in front of your screen and share with, again, women who are typically in your community, but For me, I was in a group with women in a different part of the country, but certainly still feel fulfilled through the conversation that is had and the things that we get to share with one another, knowing that we are experiencing motherhood together. And so I encourage you, mops.org, go look it up. Go find a group to visit. You can visit at, you know, no cost to see if it suits your life. Um, There are dues and all of those things, but it's because, of course, as I mentioned, there is typically child care involved. There is typically food involved. And through Mops International itself, they have a host of resources that they give you access to just for being a part of the sisterhood. Now, the second one that I'm going to give you is um, Bible Studies Fellowship. And Bible Studies Fellowship has been a tremendous resource for me and my girls because it has provided a structured way to go through studying and learning more about God 
through his holy word. And in doing that, it has been the most amazing journey over the last, wow, there's six. So I guess I'm going to say three years. It's been three years that we have been doing um, been doing BSF. And it has been fantastic because it it encourages me to take time to dig into the word of God and to answer questions catered to what I'm learning about. And you typically go through one concentrated part of the Bible. So you're going through um, specific chapters and specific time periods. Right now we're talking about kingdom divided and we're talking about uh, the kingdom of Judah and the kingdom of Israel and going through chronologically discussing the kings that led what um, they did during their time of reigning um, and just really looking at the hand of God and how it either administered mercy or administered favor, how wars were won and lost. It has been so good. And to tell you the truth, it's been more juicy than any soap opera or real housewives show that I have ever seen. And it is all true. It is all what happened. Um, it is all what happened. So historically, it's been amazing and eye-opening to go through it, not just by myself, but with my sisters um, who are from all ages, all backgrounds. It's just, it's incredible. It's awesome. So you're going to go to bsf.org to look up more information on Bible Studies Fellowship. If you are needing a place to go and really be able to rightly divide the word of God and be able to get into your routine, like studying the word and making it a weekly practice and not just for you. But did I mention that my daughters go as well? So while I am in class discussing my lesson, they are too. And we have the best conversations around the truths that they are learning about God, about Jesus, and about being able to grab hold of godly principles early in life. It's been phenomenal. I really hope you can hear me because, of course, instead of riding her bike, one of the girls is on their power wheels now. Um, I'm sure you've heard all kinds of crazy things in the background. <laughs> but anyhow, so bsf.org and I will put both of the websites for those organizations in the show notes. So again, as a quick recap, my encouragement if you are feeling overwhelmed is to number one, say no in order to make space for the things that you really should and want to say yes to. Just Look at the things that you are doing and ask yourself, are these things beneficial in some way? Are they teaching me something? Are they growing me? Are they connected to my purpose? These are just a few questions that you can jot down as you are going through the list of things that you have as obligations every day. The second thing is I want you to renegotiate the expectations so as your children are getting older, you can add a little more responsibility to them. Have a conversation with your husband. If you've been married the same amount of time as me, um, we've been married for 10 years. So 
a lot has changed in our lives in 10 years going on 11 and so the expectations have to shift and grow with the way that our lives change and thirdly i want you to get connected with a sisterhood of mama tribe mama friends that can support you in your walk with the lord and your walk in truthfully walking in newness of mind of spirit of understanding of growth and so those are my three recommendations for handling overwhelm of course if there are others that you would like to add to the conversation by all means find me on instagram i am exactly as I am branded for this podcast, The Twinning Mommy. So you can look me up on Instagram and I would love to keep the conversation going about ways that you find yourself being able to handle overwhelm. So again, look me up under, I think I just said The Twinning Mommy, but The Twinning Mommy Chronicles, just like the name of this podcast. Again, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, <laughs> I really do hope you can hear me and I hope you gathered nuggets from what I shared. Um, until next time, I hope that you continue to be richly blessed and prospering just as your soul prospers. Take care. <laughs>